0: One of the most wonderful things about being filled with the Spirit of God is the deep knowledge that we are, in fact, children of God, part of His family and, in fact, joint heirs with Christ. God is our Dad. That's powerful stuff. It gives us a new here and now. It gives us a new eternity. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program as we finish up this week by taking a look at what it means for you to be a child of God from a different perspective. And do stick with me because very soon I'll be telling you about my special edition book. It's called Power Unlimited and I'd love to send you a free copy to help see the power of God unleashed in you and through you. One of the greatest blessings in my life were my parents. Now, no one's parents are perfect, and I know there's a small percentage of them who are absolutely horrendous, but what I got from my parents as I grew up in the Diamond family in a small but comfortable home just south of Sydney in Australia was safety and security and nurture. I try to imagine sometimes what it must be like for a child to grow up in fear, afraid of being beaten or abused or afraid because they're completely alone. And many, many children do grow up like that, sadly. Their parents have died or they live in poverty, they're completely alone. I can't imagine what it must be like for a child to live in fear. At a time when you're weak and you're vulnerable and and you're defenceless, there's something precious about belonging to a family. We're made to need that sense of belonging and, frankly, we're not made to live in fear. Over these last few weeks, we've been talking about walking in the Spirit, living our lives, our journey in the presence and the comfort and the guidance and the nurture and the blessing of God himself, because God's Spirit dwells in us. God himself dwells in us. And today we're going to finish it off by looking at the powerful sense of family and belonging that comes through walking in the Spirit. If you were able to join me on the program yesterday, you'll know that we were chatting about how to walk in the Spirit – Laying hold of the Spirit rather than the desires of our flesh in our day-to-day walk. And it comes down to this one simple thing according to God's Word. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. Set the mind on flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace For this reason, the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It doesn't submit to God's law. Indeed, it can't. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. It's about where we set our minds and what we desire in our hearts. It's a a powerful thing because when we set our hearts and minds on the Holy Spirit, it's like putting a car into gear and letting out the clutch. By faith, we engage the power of the Spirit. But there are two other things that the Apostle Paul has to say about walking in the Spirit. The first, the first of those has to do with family, belonging to God's family. Have a listen, Romans chapter 8, beginning at verse 14. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are in fact children of God. For you didn't receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you've received a spirit of adoption. When we cry, Abba, Father... It's that very Spirit bearing witness with our Spirit that we're children of God. And if children, then heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if in fact we suffer with Him so that we may also be glorified with Him. The Spirit in us witnesses the truth that we've been adopted into God's family. When we give the Holy Spirit full sway in our hearts, through Him we know that we know that we know that we know that we are children of God, precious in His sight. And here's the thing with being a child, what happens whether we live with our natural parents or whether we've been adopted into a family is we take on many of the traits and mannerisms of our parents. I remember the first time I saw myself interviewed on television, I was completely gobsmacked at how much I was like my father. The mannerisms, the way I spoke, it it completely blew me away. How could this be? Well, because he's my dad. And some of these things I'd inherited genetically from him, and others, without ever realising it, I'd learned by mimicking him over the years. It was an absolute revelation to me. As we come to the realisation that God is our Father, that you and I are his children, have to tell you, exactly the same thing happens. We start looking like him, and sounding like him, and thinking like him, and loving like him, and sacrificing like him, right? That's what's meant. To happen. Being a child of God takes the fear away from our lives, the fear of being alone, the fear of not belonging. Because when we're adopted back into God's family, which is actually where we were always meant to be in the first place, we know the blessedness of having God as our Father. And when we cry to Him, Father, Abba, which means literally Dad, right then and there, the Holy Spirit tells us that we are God's children. But secondly, children aren't just children. Children are heirs, and in this case, we are co heirs with Christ when we put our faith in Him. In other words, walking in the Spirit gives us the certainty that we have a today as being children of God, but that we have a destiny, an eternal destiny. Let's go and read the second part, Romans chapter 8, beginning verse 17. And if we're children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if in fact we suffer with Him, so that we may also be glorified with Him. You see, I consider, says Paul, that the sufferings of this present time, they're not worth comparing with the glory that's about to be revealed in us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the children of God. For the creation has been subjected to futility, not of its own, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage and decay and will obtain the freedom and the glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning in labour pains until now, and not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly while we wait for adoption and the redemption of our bodies, for in hope we were saved. Yeah, sure, what Paul's saying here, we're going to go through suffering, Jesus did, and so we certainly will. But because the Holy Spirit is in every moment of every day, With us, we know that we have a destiny. As we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we need fear, no evil, because God is with us. And he's witnessing to us that we have an eternal destiny. One day, this world, as we know it, will cease to exist. One day, you and I will no longer be alive on this planet. And when either of those two eventualities takes place, whichever one comes first, we will spend eternity with God will be there with Jesus. So the suffering that we're traveling through now simply doesn't compare to the glory of our eternity. Anyone who walks in the Spirit as the days and the weeks and the years pass by knows this truth more and more. Yes, the whole creation, we ourselves are groaning as with labour pains, looking forward to that time when the children of God come into the full glory of God. Friend, walking in the Spirit is about experiencing the presence and the power And the promises of God. Let me say that again. Walking in the Spirit is about experiencing the presence and the power and the promises of God. And what happens when we yield our lives to Jesus and set our hearts and our minds and our hopes and our dreams and our passions on the things of the Spirit rather than this world is that God gives us a future. Then all of a sudden, and many of you figured this out way before I did, then all of a sudden we get the things of this world into perspective, the pleasures and the pains, the triumphs and the trials. Then we walk through each and every experience with power and peace focused on the end game, focused on the reality that we are saved in Christ, we are here to do His work, and one day we will be there with Him for all eternity to worship Him and to rejoice with Him in His glory. That's God's plan. Nothing less for those who choose to walk in the Spirit. Hey, it's quite a plan, isn't it? With all my heart, I want to see power unlimited, Holy Spirit power, the same resurrection power that raised Christ from the dead, unleashed in you and through you. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my special edition book, Power unlimited. It's one thing to believe in Jesus, but He's not looking for comfortable pew sitting believers. He has so much more in store for you. He means to change the world through you. So I'm praying that by His Spirit, He'll revolutionize your life so that you can become all that He made you to be. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again, same time on Monday, with a different perspective.